Welcome to the show. My name is Alex. And I'm Lizzie. And today we have one of the most jar, one of those heartbreaking things that's happened on From. We have Phoebe Rex from the episode, the last episode that just dropped, and Tether. And Phoebe, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Thanks so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh my goodness. You know what? I high accolades to you. I I was watching, well, of course I was watching intently, but I was watching your every move and you never once broke that my head is stuck to a tree. Like you were <laughs> in perfect alignment the entire time. I never not bought it. It was amazing. Amazing. I mean, your acting is just really great. But the whole look was phenomenal. Between you and the makeup, how long did that take to get the spike in your head? Yeah, it took about half an hour to 45 minutes every day to get that thing on. Um, I'm really, really glad that you took notice of me not moving my head. That was yeah. a challenge for me. I didn't realize how much I like to shake my head and move my head around when I'm acting. Exactly. So it's definitely, definitely a challenge, but I'm glad it paid off. It really did. And, and your eyes, I mean, I realize this may seem to the listeners like little things, but you're just your eye movements. Like you were looking with your eyes, like moving your eyes and not moving your head. And it just added to that effect that you were stuck on that tree. And it just left me, I don't know about you, Alex, but it left me wondering, like that whole process of the monsters getting you out there and then going, you know, and being delighted to do it. (laughs) Well, I have to say, you know, when we looked at the earlier episode right before that, you guys were in the bar and and that that unto itself was kind of an interesting thing because that's where you ended up. You know, at all the places you ended up there. Um, I, this is a question that Lizzie always asks people, but I really think it's important and I'm going to jump the gun on it. Did you have any type of backstory going into the character at all or just kind of did it the way you did it? Uh, yeah, I I mean, I think it's always nice to like think at least a little about uh, where you're coming from, especially for a show like this, where you're coming into this unknown, unknown place. Um, and I think everybody is so important. So I think it's important to like have a certain idea of where you're coming and where you're going. Um, me and uh, the wonderful actor who played Brian, um, Taras, uh, we kind of had a conversation um, about what our kind of dynamic was. And then, um, you know, as you get scripts, you get more information. So obviously our initial conversations weren't exactly uh, what ended up being revealed or written into the second episode or into the third episode, sorry. So to me, I kind of interpreted it as, you know, she's a young girl, a young woman. 
She's got this boyfriend who's a little bit older than her. She's kind of dating him to piss her mom off. Yeah. Um, and I, in my head, they've run away on this road trip. And that's why she has this kind of like rocky relationship with her mother. They definitely didn't say goodbye to each other on good terms. Right. Do you think they were going off to get married? I'm not sure if Kelly would have been so on board with that. <laughs> I think yeah. I think I'd like to think she's holding on to a little bit of uh trying to hold on to a little bit of her youth at that point, but I think yeah. certainly she was taking this relationship with Brian very very seriously. I mean, and they that's going to have so fun. Tragic. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. that's what makes it so tragic when, you know, these monsters in a very sinister way, make her watch as they murder him. Uh, I, I know we didn't see it, <laughs> but I'm still like, oh my God. Um, and I, 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 when they come into the bar and I'm looking at the two monsters and one of them just looks like a nerd and the other one, he looks like the, the girl in high school that your mom didn't want you to hang out with. You know, like she's walking, she's got the bangs down to here and like <laughs> she just looked like trouble. But ugh. I mean, what did you think, you know, as an actor and, and you're seeing this come in? How did you guys get your sight self psyched up for this? I mean, the monsters are terrifying as they are. There's not much, you know, yeah. acting that's happening there. I mean, the <laughs> The actors, the monsters are absolutely incredible. And they've got this kind of like, like crazy look in their eyes. That's just so terrifying. Um, and I think the show in general has a really good way of like setting that atmosphere and, and creating a setting where you can feel genuine terror. So as an actor, I appreciated it because I was like, oh, this is easy. I'm scared af right now i'm so yeah. so so we we uh interviewed uh bob mann and he was the first person that went into the box and in the interview he said alex i pissed my pants when that guy jumped through there or something along those lines and i'm like because when you look at it again it was it was scary as hell now i do have a question about the monsters because this season, they put a little bit more money into it. I mean, your your gag was amazing. It was. They're showing they're showing the different the the human face to the monster face. Did you see that kind of all that monster face and everything when you were in your shoot? I never actually got to see the monster prosthetic, but I saw a couple pictures, and they're really great. I mean. Yeah. The prosthetics team does such an amazing job. I mean, I got to work with them pretty closely for my old sticking head. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think this show is really just upping the ante. The The production quality is quite terrifying. Um, yeah. So I'd be excited. I mean, as a fan, I'm excited to see what they've got coming for us this season. So you were watching before you were on it? I had watched... Well, I had been very careful because mm -hmm. I hadn't seen the show prior to being cast. And mm -hmm. I was very careful of not watching the episodes um, as an acting choice. Yes. Sort of, yeah. Because yeah. as someone who didn't know anything about the town, I thought it would be interesting to come in as a real person, not knowing anything about the dynamics. But after 
Um, I've watched a couple episodes and I'm such, such a fan. And it's yeah, funny uh, that you mentioned Bob Mann because he messaged me uh, a couple days ago and said, uh, hey, welcome to the, you're a character who dies in the third episode of a season of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I hear that you get a free set of steak knives and a jacket from Bob Mann because he is. Oh, that's so, right. That's and right. Theater I, tickets, front row theater tickets. Absolutely. Because he is the mayor. Choice. He is the mayor <laughs> yeah. of Canada. We've, yeah. we've named him. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. He's got my vote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you should be getting that stuff real soon. So <laughs> start thinking about what show you want to see. I mm. hear Skinny Todd on Broadway is really good right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, um, So I'm trying to – I just had a question. Alex – I, I, I have one. I have one. I have all right, one. good. Because we're a well-oiled machine here, Phoebe. This is just, we have people, there's makeup, there's all sorts of things going on here. Now, but how, you know, I really was upset after the episode that you died because I yes. really, I, I really think that you could have been a, 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 a friend for Julie and also possibly a, possibly a love interest for Sad Kenny. Um, I mean, <laughs> well, he's Kenny, available now. Yeah. I mean, and he's available. You know, he'll take anybody so, at this so point. And so were you at that point. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> no, but I, I just think that, you know, the first, the second episode, you were in that bar and you and your boyfriend at the time, I mean, it was like, we're drinking, free, free bar. And then it was such an interesting uh backstory have you i know you've done some stuff before have you done anything this intense in terms of drama i would have to say no honestly i've i mean i've done some pretty you know intense projects but i mean the the intensity of this one uh physically for to keep your body in that position for that long paired with you know, the emotion of the scene and like the intensity of the scene. I think those two factors are what combine to make this a really challenging, but I mean, overall, a really rewarding role. Yeah. Uh, I think you can be very proud of that. Thank you. Now, do you, do you normally um, enjoy the horror genre or what, what are some of the, some of the movies or that you grew up with or that you kind of um, pull from when you do your act or what's your go-to type movies? I mean, I love a good horror movie. I was a, I consider myself kind of scaredy cat, but I'm getting better. Um, I really love, you know, uh, the, the horror movies where the, the actresses are like scream queens. I, think I was just like going to say, Right? <laughs> yeah, you would be a great screen queen. That is like the best compliment you could ever give me. <laughs> um, if I could book, like, I mean, this role, obviously, I've got some really good screams in there, but I mean, yes. if, I could, if I could keep going with that, that would be absolutely incredible. I mean, that's the that's the kind of performances that make me go, oh my God. Well, hopefully you get more screen time because being a screen queen is good, but we want to see more of you. Um, yeah. I, I, I do want to talk about that whole scene. Um, I call it the three amigos when they're all there before Boyd gets there and they look like they just don't know what they're doing. And, and 
Um, now that you've done your thing, have you had a chance to watch all the episodes of the of the show so far? I'm. <laughs> I'm halfway through season one. I'm getting there. Okay, no, that's fine. I, I, the reason I ask that is because you know you were screaming when Boyd got there, and there's like you had the, the the phone with "Wake Up, Little Susie." It just seems like there's all these little Easter eggs that are in there. Um, what's your take on that? If you have any, since you were on three episodes, but three important episodes for the story. I have, you know, I've been on Twitter. I've seen the theories. Um, I think that the the theory is very interesting. Um, I think that there's definitely uh, some validity to the fact that Kelly's death is very important. And I'm very interesting, interested to see um, what that connection is. Very, very interested. I mean, I think the fans, the fans are smart. And so I'm, I'm really excited to see where they go with it. So you started screaming right about the time that Boyd is coming up to where you are. Mm -hmm. What do you see as the connection between your screaming and his arrival? Perhaps uh, sensing a presence. Um, I think that could definitely be a plausible explanation. I think that, that it's not an accident that she starts screaming and he arrives. Yes, that's what I think too. Okay, right? Sorry. Yep. Right? Um and I think that the I think that it's interesting. Okay, now I'm going. Um <laughs> she hears like a faint noise at first. And she's like, "What is that? Like what what is that?" And then it in my head it gets louder. It's very coincidental that Boyd is getting closer at that point. So, I think yeah. that that's certainly an interesting theory. Yes, yes, yes. I almost called you Kelly. <laughs> yeah, we have a problem with calling everybody their ca character names because we're just so deep into this. Well, um, well I it was we did the the first press junket and Liz Saunders and Scott McCord popped up, and so you know we've already talked. Well, we had already talked many times with Liz, so you know, and I I chit chat with her, you know, but she pops up and and. So I'm going to ask a question. So I'm like, so Donna. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> God. I was mortified. Mortified. I Yeah. So me calling you Kelly, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so how was it working with um, Harold? I mean, he's, he's the, the, you know, Mr. Loaves and Fishes. And, you, <laughs> I, you know, and you're one of the few actors that gets some pretty good screen time with him. I mean, he pulls you off the stake and stuff. What was that experience like? He is the best, the best. He's so, such a great, not only a great performer, but just a great person to work with. Um, especially for that scene, he was constantly checking in being like, are you okay? Like, how's it going? What can I do? How can we, how can we work through this? Like I found that it was, so so nice to work so collaboratively with someone that is so established and who I admire. So that was absolutely an incredible experience. He's great. 
I have nothing but good things to say. About uh, you know, I am always skeptical, but I am really, really starting to believe it more and more that he is who everyone's saying he is. Um, I just, uh, I'm jealous. I'm not an actor, so I'm not going to be working with him, but I'm jealous that you've had such a great creator to work with. Yeah, just like a really compassionate and talented person. I, I respect and admire him so much. Another thing that's been bothering me about that whole scene is, <laughs> and it's bothering the heck out of me. And why didn't you just record something on your freaking phone? I don't you even know if she had her phone. What's that? If she couldn't reach it. How no, my done? point being is, you know, you get the three guys plumbing that can't get themselves out of a a, 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 a bag. It's like, just put it on record. The girl's dying. She's not going to know. It's not going anywhere. Like, just, oh, my God. That made me so mad. I know that sounds so weird. What and did I, you want her to record? <clears throat> like, her the, sitting there, like. No, no, like a voice message a to her mom. <laughs> oh, you know, oh. That's what I was talking about. Like, when you were talking oh. about, I mean, because that was such a heartbreaking thing. Oh, my God. Even that you're, like, dictating the message and they're not writing it down. And they're doing this and it's like, ah. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. Did, so, oh, wait a minute. Did you guys get selfies with you up at the tree? I am so bad for not taking pictures when I'm on set. I'm so yeah. bad for it. So, like, the only pictures I really have are, like, mirror selfies in my trailer on like yeah we saw that i saw that yeah we got a nice trailer by the way i was pretty impressed i was pretty fancy i took a video of it and sent to my mom when i got it so i was like it has a fireplace oh my god oh my, oh my god i love the fireplace i don't even care if it's summer i turn it on i don't always get a good know. trailer like a lot of times i'm in the honey wagon but when i get the one with the fireplace I don't even care. I just want to see it. It's oh, yeah, the they best. take good care of you, from. Well, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, I mean, you're in the middle of nowhere, evidently. So, you know, you have to yeah. you have to be keep taken care of well. Yeah. Um, you know, you had you worked with four established actors in the show. Um, what was it? What was it like working with you know the characters? In terms of, have you worked with any any of these people before? or um anything like that uh in terms of cast no i this was the first time i'd worked with any of them i knew a lot of the crew members because of just being in nova scotia being a worker an actor in nova scotia people are pretty connected but um i thought it was really interesting to kind of be a little guest to get a little sneak peek into like the dynamic of the cast yeah. um and i think one of the things I was really nervous for was like, oh my gosh, am I going to come in here and be like a total outcast? Or are they going to be like this really <laughs> tight knit group of like, oh, I'm an actor. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was absolutely not the case. I mean, like, I don't think I could have asked for like better treatment as a guest on this show. Oh, um, that's so awesome. Are yeah, they have, they have such chemistry, like the, the cast does. And they extended that with open arms. I mean, I was constantly included. We were we were talking together about the work. We were talking about life. I mean, I mean, it was such a great work environment, and I think that was very much due to them, you know, opening their little circle to me, which is so nice. 
I mean, I've heard that, like, if you sit in a cast director's chair, like, and it says cast on it, they're like, um, you're sitting in my seat and you're just like, but it it says cast. And they're like, yeah, that's me. Not you. That's me. Well, it's funny because (laughs) the the network that we work on is, is very Walking Dead focused. And that's one thing that has kind of carried over from Walking Dead to this show is that whole family or family. And we, we've been asking this of, of a lot of the actors, you know, since you were there for such a short time, what does family mean to you? Absolutely. I'd say it's exactly that. It's the willingness to accept more little members and to be so open and kind. I think the reception of even the episodes to people who watch the show. I mean, I've been accepted with open arms to this. That's amazing. Family. It's, it's incredible. Like I've gotten so many kind messages following the episode. Um, people have really, people are really, really nice. Like this whole, this whole like fan base, this whole family is so kind. And I think that's what it means to me. It means acceptance and openness. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I, I'm grateful that they are so, you know, welcoming, you know, yeah. and that, that's great to hear. I, I mean, I've definitely been on sets where you're just like, all right, don't look at anyone. Don't just, you know, just do your job and, and move on. You know? So <laughs> well, it's I, nice to hear. I, I think your particular uh, situation gag or whatever is really the first thing that people are going to remember about this show now. I mean, yes. And I, and I, and I don't say this to be funny, you know, the first episode, you have the grandma that comes through the window and everything else. And you've got Bob in the box, but I'm going to tell you right now, you're the, your scene, I do believe is really the, the culmination of they're starting to put money into the show. And that was a great gag. It really, really was. And people are going to remember it and you might be that, that might be your thing, but I'm going to say it's a pretty good thing to, to be when it, when it comes to a show like this. So yeah, Yeah. it was uh, when they ever showed you, I, I I just was like, Oh my God, that poor girl. And of course I'm thinking about the guy that's got, that had the railroad tie through his head and, you know, and, and you're just like, when you woke up, you know, and they're right next to you and they're like, "Ah!" (laughs) that was just awesome. Um, Now it sounds like a silly question, but don't you think he would have, why, why would he have unlocked the door with people that were so calm? I I know. Did, did Kelly know that her mother was right at that moment? (laughs) Oh, Certainly. I think, I think, you know, you've got a man who is trying to be macho in front of his girlfriend and she's obviously right. She's saying, don't want to lock that door. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Um, But you know, maybe she doesn't have eyes for the smartest of them. So he was, I, I wouldn't have. Yeah, because you would have been drinking. It's like, dude, we got alcohol here. We got potato alcohol. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Because when we when we podcasted on it, the first episode, I'm like, oh, those two are fine. They're gonna be drunk and it's gonna be great. And then the next episode, what are you nuts? (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so good. It was so good. So, um, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just losing my questions. They're falling out of my head. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, so before this, what other type of projects have you been working on? Well, I had uh, last year done a project with Jason Eisner, his new film, Kids vs. Aliens, mm-hmm. um, which was something of the kind of horror sci-fi genre, which was really, really cool. I got to work with a lot of the, that's where I met a lot of the crew who worked on prom. Um, yeah. And so we filmed here in Nova Scotia. Uh, and that was also a really fun screaming role, which <laughs> I got to do, um, was very different from this one. Cause I was on my feet a lot, got to do a lot of, um, running around and fighting and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, generally I've done I've done dramas. That seems to be what I'm what I'm fit for. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, a lot of sci-fi-ish dramas. That seems to be my niche, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're nailing it. <laughs> I just, I want you to become a scream queen. I would. I, it's not my movie genre, but I would go and see you. I definitely would. I would make an exception. Thank you. <laughs> you could be like the next Jamie Lee Curtis and take that over. Hey, my head's going to get so big. Oh my I'm God. telling you, you're going to go back to work and be like, guys, um, I need people now. And, you know, just so you know, um, she has a very healthy relationship with Liz Saunders where they braid each other's hair and they talk about movie stars and eat, eat uh, pizza. If you would decide to do that without me, that's fine. You too. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's quite all right. And um, well, she's I, I'm okay nice with it. Long hair to braid. And yeah, my, see, that's uh, the thing. You know, oh yeah. I'm down anytime. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, that's, that's what it's all about, but, but the secrets. <laughs> um, Phoebe, do you have anything else coming up besides, cause I know you're a working actor. And um, do you have anything that you have going on? Nothing right now, but we are always looking. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, that is awesome. Um, I think think that scene is going to be your calling card because it was magnificent. Magnificent. I, I mean, we watch a lot of TV and sometimes it just ain't good. But that was stellar. I, I just can't compliment you highly enough. Thank so you. Good work. That good means work. so much. Thank you. Well, people can find Phoebe on Instagram, uh, Phoebe Rex underscore. And thank you so much for your time because I know you're, I think, at work right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. This really is the definition of a working actor. <laughs> well, she this doesn't. Really hopefully, hopefully, we're not getting you too much in trouble. Um, <laughs> trust me, I almost didn't show up. My my daughter was in her second grade play, and I'm like, I, I almost had to reschedule. I'm like, I didn't realize the sleepy t- whatever in Sleepy Town, and I'm like, oh no. And she was oh, like no. one Where of the princesses. I'm like, oh, geez. or is it me? Um, so then I uh, I get <laughs> I a phone. So. I get a phone call from, from Liz. Are you ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'm fine. fine. So yeah. no, but thank you so much. Um, we're going to let you go so you can get back and not, uh, hopefully nothing else falls into your head in terms <laughs> of spikes or pictures or anything else. And please, you know, 
when you become rich and famous of all these type of things, or you come back or whatever, we'd love to, we'd love to talk to you. Um, if, if you want to talk from again at the end of the season, because so, it seems like you're, you're hooked like we are almost. Yeah. Seriously. Like if you want to do a season two wrap up with us, you are welcome to join. Would love to. Yeah. Wow. I'll be taking notes. I'll be working out those theories in my head. Would you, would you watch your, well, I mean, you'll watch your own episode, right? Like you're not, you know, cause some actors won't watch themselves, but you'd need to see the storyline. I would think. Yeah. I mean, I'm normally, I normally don't like to watch my stuff, but um, this turned out really, really great. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I I'm looking forward to seeing it in the, in the timeline of the show. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What I, I not me too. I've seen it. <laughs> no, but what's funny is, you know, we talk about um, how long the show has been. I mean, it's, it's two seasons, but from the end of season one until when we, when we saw you it's only been like a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of messed up that it's, well, it's only the same been a day. day. Yeah. Like it, She's on day two, like the day after. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. So. All right. Well, we better let you go for um, for other reasons, because we need you need to pay the bills, so to speak. I know you didn't actually get to meet him, but we're going to have our, our favorite bell ringer ring us out right about now. Get you home. Let's go. Come on, get in your house. Let's go. Come on. 